You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back here. We are stationed out of Aberdeen, South Dakota at St. Mary's Parish Hall. Uh, We thank you for joining us again this morning. Uh, My name is Dominic King. And I'm Teresa Curley. And we've got another hour of of interviews and just good stuff, right? Yeah, kind of like what you said at the beginning of the program, just talking about different people's passions and how they're serving the Lord. Yeah, yeah, it's a a beautiful thing. So right now we have uh, Emily Leadham online. Um, Hi, Emily. Good morning, you guys. It's great to be on with you. You as well, you as well. Um, So... Well, just uh, maybe tell us about yourself before we kind of get into the uh, to the interview itself. Could you tell us about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the executive director of the Lourdes Center, located at the Ministry of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Um, but I'm also Emily, are you still there? a mom. I am. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me now? Okay, so kind of as we're... Yep, you're good. There we go. All right. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. I'm not quite sure what's going on this morning. Um, But, yeah, I'm the executive director of the Lourdes Center located in the diocese of the Lawn. And I'm also a mom. I've got a tree little girl and a handsome hunk of humanity that I call my husband, Matt. And, um, yeah, we are located in Sioux Falls um, and really, uh, yeah, kind of engaged in the community here. So, uh, starting out at Catholic schools, we have a kindergartner this year, which has just been a wild ride. And um, yeah, so that's a little bit about who I am. Uh, Emily, are you, are you still there? Yes. Can you hear me now? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Sorry about oh, that. Sorry, guys. I'm not sure. You know, what's there's going something on. in the weather today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's sorry all good. about that. I'm so sorry about that. Emily, there's uh, an event coming up that you've been involved with. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, some people here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls might have met the Pro Ecclesia Sancta Sister. Are you guys hearing me okay? Mm, yeah, they're beautiful, beautiful sisters. Yes. Okay, there, I can tell there's a little bit of leg. I'm uh, getting some back noise, so I apologize. I'll try and talk slowly. But, um, yeah, so they uh, have been in the diocese for about two years, and or maybe not even quite, maybe a year or so, uh, and have just really made this profound impact on the community. One of their main apostolates here in the diocese is uh, in service to our Catholic school system, the Bishop O'Gorman Catholic school system in particular, um, that's kind of where they're first and foremost at. And then they travel and engage in parishes and uh, are really just facilitating profound encounters for young people and families with particularly the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Um, so I have gotten to know the sisters just kind of through that service uh, of them being here in our community. And as as a religious community, they really rely on providence and kind of were in this uh, period of now that they're established in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, really looking to how do they make it sustainable for their community to continue to grow here. Uh, and my dear friend Beth Cole um, was in conversation with them, 
and had this idea to, to say, hey, sisters, what can we do to help? How can we really rally people uh, around you? And it was really, I think, her genius. She came up with this idea of let's do a, let's do a mother-daughter tea party. Um, and kind of this mother-daughter-sister event, if you will. And uh, so it's really this group of lay women kind of led by, like I said, my friend Beth. Uh, she, she gathered six, seven, eight of us, something like that, and said, let's make this happen. So we've been meeting and planning and organizing. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be an absolutely beautiful, beautiful uh, event and really an opportunity for people to encounter the sisters. Uh, who are so mm. contagiously joyful and beautiful and, um, yeah, just such a witness, I think, to a life in service to Christ. So, uh, yeah, so we've been planning and are just super excited. It's going to be a Sunday afternoon, which I think will be perfect, um, September 18th. I think we're doing like 1 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so kind of that post-lunch, um, and we'll just have sweet treats and fresh fruits and, of course, tea, uh, and also lemonade for those of us who maybe are not the biggest tea drinkers. Um, and and then just a whole bunch of activities. So there will be kind of an opportunity for the sisters to just share who they are, which I think is a powerful, powerful witness for young women. And that was really one of the desires was to not have this only be a fundraiser, but to also be a vocational opportunity for young women. Um, I mean, any age, truly, but um, we will have littles all the way to high school girls, maybe with some college girls there um, that are really going to have this opportunity to see and interact with the sisters up close and get to hear about who they are and how they operate in the world and uh, they're going to give a little talk about femininity and just how they experience and live out their God-given uh, dignity as women and uh, in, in their marriage to Christ. So, um, yeah, so it'll be really beautiful. We'll hear from them. And then, like I said, just have a whole bunch of fun activities. We're going to have some stylists come in and braid hair. Um, we'll have um, Aww, some great so tea that people can try. Uh, some outdoor activities, a really cute photo booth with all kinds of fun tea themed um, props and that sort of stuff. So I think this is going to be such a joy. This sounds so much fun. And what really strikes me about it is, you know, there's always opportunities for like vocation talks and encountering different religious orders. But not so often do girls get the opportunity to attend such an event with their mother. Hmm. Like, how incredible is that? You know, just yes. to, for the mother and daughter to have this time yes. with other women and the sisters and be able to encounter that. And then also, what a witness it is to the sisters to see so many young women mm. and their mothers just wanting to get to know them and to have that relationship. So. I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be an event that is impactful for, for the people attending, the people putting it on. Um, what a great opportunity. Absolutely. And I think you're speaking to something so beautiful, Teresa, just in regard to this desire for the restoration of the family and for an opportunity in which, yeah, mothers and daughters, families can really uh, come and be together in this experience of faith. Sometimes I feel like outside of Sunday Mass, uh, there's not a lot of real family opportunities. 
um, to really profoundly engage in the faith. Um, you know, so it's like, okay, the kids go to religious ed or mom and dad go to the parish uh, presentation or something like that. But we really have this desire for the connection time and the opportunity for mothers to really accompany their daughters. And I just would love to know, you know, what those conversations might look like on the way home uh, from the event between these moms and girls to say, yeah, have you ever thought about um, becoming a religious sister? What is it about their joy that you find so contagious or whatever? You know, I just, I would love to be a fly on the, on the car window, um, listening to some of those conversations, which I think will be really beautiful and really profound. For sure. Yeah. So these sisters, you mentioned that they, you know, they provide service to the Catholic school system and then they travel. Uh, could you give me, maybe expound on that a bit and just kind of describe their, um, what exactly they do uh, with the Catholic school system, you know, what, what they're, how they're involved? Yeah, absolutely. So, the Promoclesia Sancta movement is actually a, a worldwide movement, and they have priests, brothers, religi- religious, and laity that are, you know, involved in this movement. Um, and they really are, you know, Promoclesia Sancta for the Holy Church. So their charism and how they interact in the various communities that they serve is really in response to the needs of the Church in that place. Um so there's just this really beautiful, you know, kind of flexibility that they have, uh, all while committing to their um, life of prayer and, and the rhythm of, of being a religious. They really have this great freedom to respond with a glorious yes to whatever it is that the local need is. And so um, Bishop DeGrood, um really had this desire to... Uh, pour into and continue to just build on the legacy um, and the powerful things that Jesus is doing in our Catholic school system. And so he thought, you know what, here's, you know, people that could really jump right into the Bishop of Gorman Catholic school system and um, support the amazing things that are happening there. So they uh, really do a myriad of things with the Catholic schools. They lead small groups. They attend, you know, all the campus ministry events and football games and basketball games and volleyball games. They're really in relationship, um, particularly with the young women that are uh, in the school system. And then they also make trips to the elementary schools. They uh, this summer, my little girl happens to be in summer care, and they had sister camp one day where the sisters came, and the whole day they planned these mm-hmm. great activities for the little girl or for the little kids. Excuse me, and um, yeah, they're just really uh, intent on on uh, teaching and walking with people straight into the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So it looks a lot different, I think, for different days of the week, and they're always on the move. That's for sure. Uh, I know they're connecting with college students, actually, um, from Augie and USF as well. So they're just kind of an evangelization force to be that to behold in the ways that they're engaging in the community. That's amazing. Yeah, that, they they really wear a lot of different hats. But and what I love to hear is that you know Bishop DeGrude's care for the young people in our diocese, which is they're our future. We kind of that's kind of been a topic today of seems like uh they this is our future uh not just for for us but the worldwide church and um for them to be focusing on that is yeah that's incredible absolutely absolutely well emily we have to take a quick break but would you stay with us after the break and we can dive into this a little bit more 
You bet. Awesome. Well, stay tuned. More Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to today's Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from St. Mary's Parish in Aberdeen, South Dakota. I'm Teresa Curley. I'm Dominic King. And it's been a fun morning. Right now, we have a wonderful guest on the line, Emily Leadham. And we've been chatting with her about an event that's going on in Sioux Falls, or is coming up in Sioux Falls to support the Pro Ecclesia Sancta Sisters. Um, so thanks for staying with us over the break, Emily. Um, so you have three daughters, and I'm just kind of curious, um, what will an event like this tea party, which is supporting the sisters, but also gives an opportunity for mothers and the sisters and the daughters to just kind of enter into relationship with each other. Um, what would an event like this mean for your daughters? Oh, I love how you worded that question, Teresa. And actually one of the reasons that I am so excited to go is to experience that. Um, because I don't know yet, you know, I'm really curious to see how my little girls respond and what they think. But I think for me, um, I'm in this really fun stage of motherhood where I've got um, I've got little 
swim in the trenches, as people often say, although I think maybe the, uh, the entire journey of parenthood is, is the trench. Um, but I am really attentive right now, especially in my oldest, who's a kindergartner, to just see the ways that she is developing and thinking a little bit more critically about about faith and about relationship and about, um, you know, all these things. So, like, last night we're at the dinner table and she said, uh, Mommy, who's, you know, who's your who's your boyfriend or something like that? And I said, Daddy. And, who, Daddy, who's your girlfriend, Mommy? And she said, you guys are married for life. Oh. And, and then she said, and then when are you going to be grandparents? And so she was just, like, I could tell this little five-year-old brain is kind of trying to sort out hey, how does this all work, you know? Right. And and there's just this beautiful development process in her, and and I'm really, really excited um, because in this relationship with uh, the sisters, in this relationship that we also have with priests that are, you know, regularly in our home and that kind of thing, our kids are getting exposed, or my girls are getting exposed to just the complementarity of all of these vocations. Mm. And I think there's this opportunity for them to kind of wrestle with, oh, this is, okay, this is marriage. This is my mom and dad. And then there's people that do this, too. They become sisters, and they get to wear these beautiful habits and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So so my hope is really that in the process of, like, attending an event like this um, in support of the sisters, first and foremost, that there's this vocational awareness that begins to be, you know, kind of... Um, planted in in my girl's heart so not only my oldest but the littles as well you know my three and my one-year-old uh especially my three-year-old um so i would say that's that's one piece of it then there's this other piece that i'm so aware of our kids desire to spend time with us and um, and I can, and I'm sure there's some people listening to that that are like, oh, well, just wait until you have high school kids or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I think if fostered well, if relationships are fostered well, um, there is actually a real desire among children and and you know adolescents and young adults to spend time with their mom and dad. Uh, if mom and dad are able to engage in that relationship in a way that's attentive, that's caring, that's supportive, that's structured, that's, you know, healthy, all of those kinds of things, I really do think that it's a great joy. Uh, and so we, you know, for this event, for example, like, I plan to get dressed up. You know, I'm going to wear my nice, my nicest tea party dress. I don't even know what that means yet, but I'm sure I'll find something on Pinterest um, yeah. to inspire me. But I'm really, really excited to have this opportunity that says, hey, we're going to set other things aside and we are going to do this thing together and we're going to get dressed up because it's important and it's special and you're going to get a real teacup, you know, like we're, we are literally collecting like 400 teacups <laughs> for, this part, for this party. Um, and, and there's just something so dignified about that and something so special that communicates uh, this is something really special for you and for mom. Uh, and even the high school girls that I think are coming uh, will have this experience of like, this is this is something set apart. This is something that's important. This is something that's dignified. This is something that's elevated. Um, you know, all of those words that just really kind of like stir the feminine heart. 
Um, it's beautiful. The desire is to make this actually really beautiful. You know, we're going to decorate the tables and, and have it be this opportunity for young women and their mothers to encounter beauty together in a way that just continues to elevate their femininity. Um, so that's what I'm excited about for, for me personally and bringing my girls. Um, yeah, I'm a girl mom. You know, I've got three girls. So <laughs> just to have those experiences together, um, looking, kind of looking at Jesus together side by side is, a, is just a profound gift. Um, and it really helps me, you know, as a mom that's just on the journey of trying to raise saints and failing along the way. Like, this just feels like a support in that effort. It feels like an opportunity that the church, um, the Big C Church, is saying, hey, here's an opportunity for you and for your children uh, to just encounter the faith together in a profound way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Emily, what just really excites me about this is you're talking about what you hope to experience with your daughters. Well, your oldest is in kindergarten, Mm -hmm. and so you're not waiting for them to become high school students and form that relationship and encounter beauty with them. So you're bringing them to this event that even if they're not old enough to like fully process what it means and discern religious life or whatever, they are being able to experience those values of beauty and dignity and worth and setting aside time and to encounter relationship. And so you're starting at a young age and, you know, womanhood is under attack in the culture we live in. Um, so you're introducing them early to what it means to be a true woman of God. Yes. Oh, amen. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, as you're talking about that, I just have this memory. Um, I think it must have been for my first communion um, that I got this little bracelet, and it had these two little butterflies on the end that had glitz on it. And I remember, even as a, what would it be, second grade, um, recognizing in this gift that I received that this was very, very special. You know, it communicated to me that um, that just the beauty, uh, it communicated to me that this was very important. And, and I still remember that. Like, I still remember that, uh, whatever, 30 years later, you know, 25 years later, receiving this gift of beauty. And I think... Um, it, for for the feminine heart, you know, not that it needs to be a material good or something like that, but um, having an experience of beauty really can reveal and draw the feminine heart to the good, and and the and the masculine heart for that matter as well. That's why we're so attracted to mountains and meadows and rivers and beautiful things. Um, and so I think that there's just something in this in this idea of a tea party for me that. Um, that just communicates beauty and 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 signifies for for women across the across the ages importance and mm. value, uh, which I just uh, yeah, it's just a real joy. It's a real joy, and I think you said it so well when femininity is you know deeply under attack, um, and and I'm seeing that all all over the place, and I'm seeing women with just high, high rates of anxiety, depression, um, identity uh, drift, you know, all of those kinds of things that I, I think we need to just go back to the basics 
to root uh, our young girls, to root our young women uh, in a in a firm foundation of family and community, and really encounter ultimately with Christ. Mm. Yeah, I have I have a two year old son, and he's learning a lot of new words. And there's a lot of potty jokes right now, so that's that's always great. But I, I you know, I. I, I see the difficulty in raising a daughter. It's kind of fraught with with uh, uh, a lot of difficulties that I, sometimes I don't think are there with raising a son in this culture. Mm. You know, it, it's just it's sure. a different different thing. They're there for a son as well, but for a daughter especially. Um, so yeah, this is a, a great event to kind of you know support um, women in, in our diocese and and really understanding who they are as uh, daughters of God. Um, so could you maybe speak to, uh, you know, where can people find this, the information for the event? Uh, where can they get tickets? How can they uh, attend this? Yes, absolutely. And I just, I thanks for just sharing your experience with your son, too, because I think that's just so real. And I'm like, oh, man, what's that great quote from, from Fulton Sheen about the level of society is measured by the level of its women, and people will rise to meet them. So we're trying to raise holy <laughs> women so that that yeah, boy is there. Uh, also yeah. just rises to an incredible uh, standard. But, um, sure. yeah, so people, it's, it's a kind of a funny website um, that they can that they can find, but it's um, www.sites.google backslash sfcatholic backslash tea party. Um, you can also find it on Facebook. Um, if you just search uh, mother-daughter tea party, that's probably one of the easiest ways um, to to find the event, and we've got the link posted there and all of that sort of stuff as well. But, um, again, it was sites.google.com backslash sfcatholic.org backslash sister T. Sorry, I think I said that wrong the first time, but it's backslash sister T, or you can search mother-daughter tea party on Facebook, and it'll pull right up, benefited in the Pro-Ecclesia Sancta Sisters. And if you're not able to attend, we would love for you to consider just doing a donation or um, joining as a sponsor as well. Or if you can't donate but you've got some teacups, we would take those as well. So we're collecting those, and those can just be dropped off at a Gorman High School. They've agreed to be our drop-off location. So another great way to support the event. So wonderful. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Emily, and sharing this event. Um, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing time. You're welcome, you guys. Thanks for the opportunity to visit. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Well, we're about to take another quick break, and then we are going to be speaking about the Sarah Club of Sioux Falls and vocations and relationship again there like i feel like that's kind of the theme for the show it, yeah yeah it seems it seems like there's always a theme that just pops up you know yeah, and it, yeah it works yeah works i love that the way. holy spirit he's awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so stay with us over this break uh we're broadcasting from saint mary's parish in aberdeen south dakota more real presence live to come stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence radio network 